peace be with you in Jesus' name. We celebrate Easter. Jesus is risen. He is risen indeed. Jesus had said that he would rise from the dead, but still, what a surprise and amazing joy when it actually happened. We celebrate Jesus' resurrection and celebrate with those who saw Jesus alive again and wanted to tell everyone that Jesus is risen triumphant. We worship in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. By your death, you defeated death, and by your rising to life, have victoriously opened eternal life to us. Have mercy on us. Lord Jesus Christ, who rose early in the morning on the first day of the week and first appeared to Mary Magdalene, have mercy on us. Lord Jesus Christ, who appeared to your disciples, proclaiming peace and giving them the Holy Spirit, have mercy on us. By your suffering and dying, deliver us from sin. By your glorious resurrection, deliver us from death. By the majesty of your risen body, deliver us and lead us to eternity. Set our minds on things above, that we may walk in love in this earthly journey, that we may dwell with you forever in heavenly light and life. Grant that we may live in Easter joy today and all the days of our lives and attain eternal joys in heaven. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray, good and loving Father, your Son Jesus, left the grave to rise in victory as the firstborn of the dead. Father, Give us newness of life in the victory of Jesus' resurrection. Bless us this day with joy and new light through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. As we celebrate Easter, we turn to God's sacred word from the book of Job, chapter 19, beginning at verse 23. Job says, Oh, that my words were recorded, that they were written on a scroll, that they were inscribed with an iron tool on lead or engraved in rock forever. For I know that my Redeemer lives 
and that in the end he will stand on the earth. And after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God. I myself will see him with my own eyes. I am not another. How my heart yearns within me. This is the word of the Lord. And thanks be to God. Our epistle lesson is from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 15, beginning at verse 51. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a flash, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised, imperishable, and we will be changed. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. This is the word of the Lord. And thanks be to God. Our Holy Gospel is from the Gospel of St. John, the 20th chapter, beginning at verse 1. Glory to you, O Lord. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, They've taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they've put him. So Peter and the other disciples started for the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the strips of linen lying there, but did not go in. Then Simon Peter came along behind him and went straight into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' head. The cloth was still lying in its place, separate from the linen. And finally, the other disciple who had reached the tube first also went inside. He saw and believed they still did not understand from Scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to where they were staying. Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head, the other at the foot. And they asked her, Woman, why are you crying? 
who they've taken my Lord away, she said. I don't know where they've put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. But she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, Woman, why are you crying? Who is it you're looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you've carried him away, tell me where you've put him and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I'm ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. And Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news. I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Jesus has risen and he is alive. People were talking about what had happened in Jerusalem. How would you tell someone about Jesus alive again? How would you explain this? What had happened and what it means? On this Easter, there are many different ways to talk about this. I imagine some might know only the barest of facts in some small village around Jerusalem. I can imagine someone who says to his neighbor, Hey, did you hear? They crucified some guy in Jerusalem on Friday. They buried him in a tomb outside the city, and now... 
he's alive again. I can imagine someone else who had been in the city of Jerusalem over the week to celebrate the Feast of Passover. And now he's back in his little town and he's talking to his brother. I saw this kind of parade. And the crowd was celebrating this man named Jesus who was riding a donkey and they cheered for him. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. They were celebrating him. But then I heard that he got arrested and was accused of claiming to be God himself. They killed him. But then, three days later, he was alive again. <laughs> well, somewhere nearby, there's a man named Peter. And Peter could tell us a lot more. Peter is still being a little cautious who he talks to because he is known as one of Jesus' followers. Oh, Peter, Peter knew well why the crowd had been cheering that day. Peter had been with Jesus as he miraculously healed people. Peter had seen Jesus feed 5,000 hungry people with a few loaves of bread and a couple of fish. Peter heard Jesus confidently tell a crowd of people on a mountain one day, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. He told them, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Peter was there for the whole thing. Oh, he thought he could be brave and stand with Jesus through the dark night when the guards took him away. But now, Peter could tell you the humble story of helplessly watching what they did to Jesus, marching him through the streets, crucifying him on a cross next to criminals. Peter could tell you the story of taking Jesus down from the cross and helping to bury him with as much dignity and sacred ritual as they could quickly muster for their dear and righteous friend. After that, Peter could tell you how he and the other followers of Jesus now looked at each other and got strangely silent. What could you say? Suddenly now their hopes and their dreams with Jesus had to be put to rest. Jesus had told them so many amazing things. I tell you the truth, he said. A time is coming when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. 
Peter had been there. When Jesus went to the house of Mary and Martha after their brother Lazarus had died, he walked into their lives and he said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. Do you believe this? Well, they all believed it when they saw Jesus go out to Lazarus' grave and call him out alive. Peter could tell you, after Jesus' death, he and the other disciples had spent their time fumbling around, mostly being kind of afraid. But now, on this morning, after the Sabbath rest, it was time to finish the job of Jesus' burial properly. So, at this point, Peter would tell you that Mary Magdalene could tell you the story best. She was the one who went out to the place Jesus had been buried on that sleepy early morning walk, Mary would tell us she was just kind of walking out there, not really thinking about much. And then suddenly the jarring sight that the stone had been removed from the entrance of the tomb where they had put Jesus. Mary Magdalene she had suffered so many hardships in her life, so many disappointments and setbacks. Before she could follow Jesus, she had to admit that a lot of her problems were just her own fault. So now as she looks at this stone removed from the entrance, the old Mary just thinks, oh, something is wrong here. Somebody has done something deceitful. So she goes back and summons Peter and John, and they go to the tomb. And they could tell you. They found the things that they had wrapped Jesus' body with, but Jesus was not there. Well, Peter and John would tell us these fishermen who had decided to leave their nets and boats and follow Jesus, they would tell us they had become quite accustomed to entertain mysteries whenever Jesus was involved. And now inside this tomb, well, here now was the greatest of all mysteries before them. What is beyond death? Jesus was certainly as dead as anyone could be when they put him in this tomb. So where had he gone? God himself alone holds this mystery of what is beyond and now, the Son of the living God 
had opened the door wide. Well, who could tell you more about this than angels sent from heaven? Mary, now alone, worked through her tearful emotions, and then she courageously looked in the, into the tomb herself, and what she saw were two angels inside there. The angels asked her, Mary, why are you crying? <laughs> These angels, they had just come from heaven. They've come from the holy city where God himself will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain anymore. So, Mary could tell us. Now she turns around, she saw a man she thought might be the gardener who takes care of these tombs, but this is no gardener. Before her stood Jesus, the one who will be seated on the throne of heaven. Here was the one who is the beginning and the end of all things for all eternity. Even now, in victory over death, Jesus is compassionate and human in all his understanding of what this confusing moment would be like for Mary. Who are you looking for, he asks her. Mary thinks she's looking for a body that is either misplaced or stolen, but then Mary would tell us when Jesus spoke her name, everything became amazingly clear. It was Jesus, the same comforting voice that had so often spoken words of insight and compassion and care, her teacher, her Lord. That is what Mary would tell us about that morning at the empty tomb. And what if, what if Jesus himself could tell us about his resurrection day? What would Jesus tell us about the journey he had taken over the last three days? So many mysteries. Where had he been? What did he feel? <laughs> would he just smile at you and say, well, all you really need to know is that I will someday wake you from death as if it was just a little nap and softly speak your name and all things will be made new. Jesus, our victorious God, could make the whole of the eternal heavens come into view just by speaking your name. So, as we celebrate this Easter day, 
We don't have to imagine being back in Jerusalem 2,000 years ago. What if this afternoon you are asked, what happened? What does it mean? Perhaps like the Apostle Paul, you could lean in and quietly say, shh, listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not sleep, but we will all be changed. What is mortal will be changed into what is immortal. Thanks be to God. He has given us this victory in our Lord Jesus Christ. Or maybe, maybe like our old friend Job, who had lost everything, but then told his friends, I know that my Redeemer lives, and that in the end he will stand upon the earth, and with my own eyes I will see him. Together we say, this is the day of Jesus' victory and triumph. So let me pray for you that you would be so blessed. Good Father, we praise you, we thank you, we worship you for this victorious day to celebrate Jesus' triumph. Bless us with joy in our trust and hope and faith in Jesus' resurrection. May we be so blessed. Amen. I invite you to share with me the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We worship God with our offering. I invite you to send your offering to our church by mail. Thank you. Bless you.
in celebration of Easter, we pray, God of resurrection life, you are the mighty one who has gained the victory over death. May your ears hear our praise and worship today. You are great in victory and we exalt you. Great are you, Lord, and most worthy of praise. Risen Lord, we thank you for all your mercies and amazing gifts. Bless us with open eyes and grateful hearts for all we receive from your gracious hand. Enable us to remember your blessings every day. God of Spirit, show us the character and personality of Jesus in the triumphant ways we can be forgiving and gracious in our relationships and homes, our work and schools, our community and our world. Transform our lives by your resurrection glory. O God, our Father, by the cross of your Son, you redeemed the world from fallen brokenness. So inspire us to live in love and harmony. We thank and praise you for the gift of peace. Help us to live in your graceful love. God of compassion and healing, you've revealed your merciful heart. We ask your blessing for the healing of the nations. In your compassion, bring the peace of Christ to those who suffer in hardship around the world. Lord, in your mercy, defend the weak, the young, the disabled, the sick, the aged, the widows, the lonely and vulnerable. Father in heaven, we live our resurrection lives under those whom you have given authority to govern and lead. Give leaders integrity and wisdom Guide them that they may govern with discernment, humility, honesty, and grace. Protect those who protect us. Lord, we ask your blessing for those who especially need your care. Be their hope and comfort. Grant that your love and your light may shine through us, that the world may know your compassion and kindness. God of peace, you raised Jesus from the tomb and you promise that you will open our graves and lead us into paradise. Guide us in our ways until at last we rejoice before your heavenly throne. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we ask your blessing for those we name before you in our hearts. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy, through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good Father, we thank you that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. Bless we the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. And the peace of the Lord be with you. Come, risen Lord, live in us that we may live in you. And the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. A happy and blessed Easter to you. Thank you for listening to this audio service of Bethlehem Lutheran Church, Glen Lake, Minnesota. This podcast features Reverend James Disney with music by Sue Bloom, produced and edited by Amy Munson. If you enjoy listening, we encourage you to visit our website at www.blcmtka.org to learn more about our church and to support this podcast. Blessings upon your week.